The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time for another hour of the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show in our state. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to the huge show. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen and catch up on the podcast anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Inside this next 50-minute segment, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. You can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, online. One of our Lions NFL insiders will talk about clinching the NFC North in Minnesota. And what about that? Cowboys game on Saturday night in Dallas. Cowboys have dominated every opponent at home. They've looked very average the last two weeks at Buffalo and the loss to Miami last Sunday. So we'll get to the Riz on the Lions forecasting uh, the playoffs. They still have a shot at the number one seed. Number one seed. They win the next two games. And the Niners lose one more game. Maybe Matt Stafford could help out his old team. Lions could get the bye and the number one seed, Rizzy. That is just through even where they were in the final minute last last Sunday of Minnesota that they're uh, two wins away and a Niners loss from being the overall number one seed. They are, and there were a lot of people that were still thinking they're not going to win the division with one minute to go in that game. Well, they're, they're straight-up defense, Riz, and I said this on the huge social network pages. When they're not sending pressure and they try and play straight-up defense with the current personnel that they have in that secondary, they are going to get towards. They can't do it. Yeah, exactly right. They don't have the speed on the outside to, to match up. Um, Cam Sutton's a good cornerback, but he's he's not going to be able to keep up with the, the speediest receivers going to be interesting this week because Dallas offers a variety of receivers what do you do in mix and matching with with Cam Sutton and Khalil Dorsey on the outside Jerry Jacobs might be back this week uh that's probably bad news for a lot of fans CJ back this week that's that's the is that going to be a game time question where they don't want to show their hand I think it's going to be made official um 
could actually be by by the end of the show. We'll see. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be back. Uh, in talking to people that are in the Lions room um, early this week, they think he's coming back. Now, they do have an, another week to go if they don't want to activate him this time, but uh, it sounds like he will be back. That will be interesting because he plays the role that Ify Milifonwu is playing. If he is the NFC Defensive Player of the Week for how good he played, and uh, I actually chronicled this earlier in the week at, at Lions Wire, he he matched his entire career production in two weeks. Played thirty games for the Lions before the last two weeks, and didn't do anything close to what he'd done. It, it's it's unbelievable how well Aaron Glenn has figured out how to use him. If he deserves some credit on his own, this is a guy who once missed three games with a finger that wasn't broken. He's gotten a lot tougher. He's learned how to play not at 100%, and that's important. That's something that a lot of players don't get. You know, you, you get your guys that, you know, why, well, God, why isn't he as good as he was in college? Well, you know, NFL is a little bit more physical, and it took, it took iffy some time to, to come to that realization, but he's got it now, and it's, it's great that they found a use for him. I'm, I'm curious where he fits because the other role that CJ plays is the Brian Branch role. Branch is doing phenomenal at that. None of those guys are outside corners. They've all played it before, but you don't want to see them playing in the NFL. And that's like right now, the, the, far and away, the number one need on this team is an outside cornerback. I know there's a lot of people that think it's pass rush. You can scheme pass rush. You can't scheme covering people. You just can't. The one thing that I've noticed, and I uh, was in attendance, the Broncos win, or the Lions win over the Broncos on that Saturday night in Detroit, and watching the Minnesota game, especially early, that I think Aaron Glenn, Campbell, the defensive staff, went back and watched those early games this year and said, why did we win at Kansas City? Why did we win at Tampa? Why did we win at Green Bay? What was it? What were we doing? And the one thing that was missing was consistent pressure, sending branch, sending DBs, not allowing quarterbacks to get comfortable, whether it was Mahomes, whether it was Jordan Love uh, at the time, I think Baker, right? Don't let them get comfortable. Don't let them don't let them set up and pick you apart because you don't have those corners. You don't have the depth in the secondary. And that's what I've seen the last two weeks. And that's why when I'm watching and I know it's a catch-22. You got the lead. You don't want to blitz all the time because what if he picks it up? I'm going to take a chance that Mullins isn't going to beat me deep, which he didn't in the end, and he threw another pick. But when you send guys with speed, when you because the, the one thing that's changed the offense has been the speed of Gibbs and now J-Mo in the hands of Laporta. And I believe the Lions, when I look when they're at their best, Jeff, it's when they are sending pressure. And that could be Anzalone. Even I noticed Rodriguez with his speed yeah. getting a few more snaps. You know, Campbell still worries me on pass coverage. It really does. Oh, my God. He, I, he, I never hardly see him cover anybody. But that secondary, letting them loose on quarterbacks, to me, is their ticket. They can't stop doing it because they don't have the personnel to play straight up D. In the secondary. You're exactly right. And I, I do think they figured that out because they, when they were bad, they got away from that. We're only rushing four. We're, we're playing you know three linebackers all the time. And, and you're, you're, that's asking a lot of those guys if they don't have pressure. No, you're you, asking a lot of guys who, are, who would be backups on most NFL squads if they were even on the roster. But I'll right. go most backups. Even Jacobs will get toasted 
in a lot oh, of yeah. single coverage. He does, and that and some of that's you know he just doesn't have that that natural feel for a. His problem is he doesn't locate the ball. He doesn't understand when the ball's in the air. I've actually told him that personally, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm working on it." Uh, he's a great working guy. on it. You're in the NFL. I, I, yeah, no, it's 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 catch twenty two, but like. Like the the one touchdown that they got to uh, to KJ Osborne on that, that's a case where the Lions are begging, really, because they double covered Justin Jefferson. They kept a linebacker in to get the 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 running back coming out of the backfield on it. They gave Mullins like if you can hit KJ Osborne fifty yards down the field, do it, and he did. Like. That, that's the trade-offs that you have well, to have. Well, on the touchdown, with, uh, if I remember with Osborne, was that Dorsey who let him that go? That was Dorsey, yeah. Yeah, Dor- Dorsey's horrible. He's good on special teams. <laughs> he's he's, he's not, horrible in the second. That, he's and Unfortunately, though, he's the best guy that they got right now. But he's good on special teams. He is. He's very good on special teams. Okay, uh, and, but uh, he... The, the coverability, which it's is... It's not there. I would I would have liked to have seen more of Kendall Vildor, and there's a sense I, like I never Vildor. thought I would have said. <laughs> I like Vildor. His contribution has been noticeable the last two games, he's, which have been wins. He's a phenomenal open field tackler. And he's quick. Yes, he is. Uh, he's another guy that doesn't necessarily have a lot of long speed in Vildor coverage. Vildor sounds like some, you know, Star Wars... Uh, are you taking on Vildor? Yes, I am. We will conquer Vildor. Yeah. He, he stuck out like we're at the... Broncos game with my brother and Joe Badro, Russ, and Tag, and we're like, Who, who's who's Vildor? Yeah, and he, he's an impact player. I like him. He's doing all right, and, and I uh, agree with your open field tackling. Yeah, he's very good there. Uh, that, that was that was one of the reasons why the Bears liked him when they had him. You know, like he couldn't cover much there, but you know you got to find what your guys. Does do he well. talk to people with like the opening line? I am Vildor. I like that. I do. I would. That's so good right now. Lions, NFC North champs. I know we're. I'm oh, not man. nitpicking or looking back because they won the game and they won the NFC North. To me, it's and we're going to get this gauge Saturday night in Dallas. Are are they playoff ready? Because the way the playoff tree is setting up, you know, we're not going to luck out more than likely and get Minnesota or Green Bay. You're you're going to get a quality team as a wild card of Seattle, a Rams. We're talking yeah. experienced playoff teams, and we know the track record. The Lions have with the Seahawks. Are they ready to ramp it up and go next level? And I think Saturday night against the Cowboys will give us a strong indicator if they are. I agree with that. And some of that is the fact that Dallas is playing to win that game because they're still alive in the NFC East type race. They're behind Philadelphia right now. They got to win that game. But if, if the Cowboys do win that game, they're in, in very good shape to catch that division because the Eagles the Eagles don't scare anybody right now. That That's not a good football team right now. They're not as good right now as Minnesota or Green Bay is. The, just over the last month, they're they're not playing good football. So, you know, that the Cowboys sense that opportunity. They're, you know they're going to come hard and treat it like a playoff game. And I want to see how the Lions respond to that. You said it earlier. Dallas at home is a very different team. They're they're one of the best teams in the league when they're playing in Jerry World. I think they're the best home team. They, they certainly they Niners certainly were until we watched what Baltimore did and Lamar. See the Niners. The Niners have vulnerabilities, and I thought I thought Baltimore did a very good job of exploiting those. I also actually think that the Lions are set up fairly well to exploit what San Francisco does. I'm more worried. I honestly I would be more worried about <laughs> Seattle. 
I don't want to play Seattle. The Rams and the Stafford thing. The, the Rams can do it, but uh, Stafford doesn't run as Stafford much. Stafford can't come to Detroit and end their season. I hope not. Oh, God. I, the first I, playoff game ever in Ford Field and Stafford get a win. I That that gets me yeah. close to moving the, to the, another country. The teams that throw the ball down the field very well with a quarterback who can also move are real problems for the Lions. And by the way, uh, let's go down the current wildcard teams in the NFC off of what you just said, Riz. Yeah. Seahawks, Rams, and Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see how they handle the Dallas. Late, this the week. latest with with everything happening. The latest NFC playoff picture: Rams coming to Detroit. Yeah. Mm. Now, if the Lions win out, they'll be the two seed at worst, and that would put them. Then they're playing. New Orleans or Green Bay. Uh, actually, the winner of the Green Bay-Minnesota game this weekend is in decent shape to get that. So there, there's still a lot going on at the bottom of that. Like, Yeah, but Seattle scoring that TD late to beat Tennessee. I was like, come on, Tennessee. Hold that would, on. That would have been nice. Like, I, I don't want to play the Seahawks. The Seahawks, for whatever reason, it feels like they just have the Lions number. I don't, I'm not sure that they're better than some of the other teams, but the way they match up, just it's not good. Uh, but you know that that's one of the reasons why this Dallas game is going to be fascinating because we're seeing the Lions now that they've accomplished something. Now go win a game that you're not expected to win because you're going to have to do that at some point in this postseason. Uh, probably not the first round, but maybe the second round, maybe maybe the championship game if you make it that far. You've got to prove that you can beat another good team on without the the home field advantage. You know, unfavorable conditions. There's. Look, Dallas this weekend is honoring Jimmy Johnson. They're they're putting him up in their whatever their ring, ring of honor ring, is. Ring of honor, yeah. yeah. They call it ring of honor. Uh, that's 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 emotion right there, you know. But but then again, that's finally healing the bridge with Jerry. That, that I will Jones. tell you, that is the dominant topic of conversation in the Dallas Fort Worth area this week because that's been a very sore subject down there for a long time. Oh, a long time. A long time and how it, they've treated It was Jerry. egos, and it was like Jerry wanted to be the guy. And even I think Jerry stepped back. He did. You know, Stephen Jones, who I know the son, is kind of the front man. Jerry's there is, you know, riding along. But, you know, you're, we're talking about Dallas, but I'm looking at that NFC playoff picture. Seattle has a has a nice road where they could actually bump up to – you know, you're you're the Lions. You would like that two seed, but I, I'm looking here, and I have a tough time. I, I really do. With uh, obviously the Cowboys or Eagles have that one wild card locked up, yeah. and the Rams and Seahawks have schedules. Now the Rams have the Niners. You know they're sitting there. You get Minnesota. You brought that up earlier. Do you root for the Rams because if they win that game, they're probably coming to Detroit. Well, then and then, and then there's the interesting <laughs> thing that the Lions lose. Okay, l- listen to this. I, I, if the Lions lose Saturday night to the Cowboys, right, and, and they could, then you get Minnesota in a game that could help Minnesota get in to be the team that actually could end up playing you. You could be playing Minnesota three times in four weeks. Think about that. So you need you need <laughs> Minnesota to beat Green Bay, and then you're the Lions. Do you? I, there's a there's some, so many different ways that it can go right now. Uh, well, you, you know, got the Buccaneers. Look like they're going to win the South, right? They do, but they play so that that division. There's three teams right now that are in the fight for that. Atlanta, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay, and they all play one another at one point in the last two weeks. So that's. The loser out of that might not get in, but
But if they do get in, that's the team you want to play because the Lions had very little trouble with any of the teams in that division this year. They swept that division. In fact, they also swept the AFC South. So you know they or the AFC West. They're the champion of three divisions this year. How about if the Bears had the win over the Lions that they gave away, they'd still be in the playoff hunt. Is that crazy? They're feeling that in Chicago right now. I wonder too. if Eberflus is going to keep his job. And we talked a little bit about that off the air. Because the evacuation know, plan was set a month in, right, on the season. You know, and they're they're going to get the number one overall pick from Carolina. Do has you to keep be Marvin Justin Harrison Fields? Jr. Uh, yeah, but do you keep Justin Fields or does a new coach, if he comes in, does a new GM, if he comes in, do they want to keep him? Do they want to trade him? There's going to be a trade market. We saw it earlier. Like, These guys are five and four in their last nine. How do yeah. you get rid of either so Like Like Russell Wilson's bench now in Denver? Do, are they going to try to trade him? Could they trade him for Justin Fields? Like, who knows? There's going to be so much. It's nice for the Lions to be above all that. We talked about it on the Detroit Lions podcast this week. Like, we're not talking draft at all. Like, that's, you know, as you know, Bill, I'm a massive NFL draft guy. That's my passion. I run draft wire for USA Today. I don't have anything to do with it on, on the Lions side. And it's, it's refreshing. It's fun. Who are we going to take at number 30 overall? Like, I don't know. It's kind of neat. You're not even I talking like free agency, which obviously you'll probably look for a right edge rusher opposite whatever side you have Hutch on. And you'll look for a shutdown corner. Yep. And you got to, you got to, you got to replace you're your guards money, too. Yeah, yeah. You're in, in some backup offensive linemen. Yeah. You, even though Glasgow had a great game. Yeah. So keep in mind though, this yeah. year uh, when you're doing your draft needs, Graham Glasgow, Jonah Jackson, and Halapula Vadi Vitae are all free agents at the end of the year, and at least one of them, probably two of them, won't be back. So you're gonna you gotta you get into that money cycle situation on because you're gonna have to pay golf, which we'll get to in our next segment. Yeah, I think he takes them to a playoff win, plays well. He'll get that mega extension. We'll talk about that and more. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter. Also one of the co-hosts on the Detroit Lions podcast he just mentioned that you can hear weekly on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. If you have a Lions question or comment, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. A reminder for those listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. I'll be with my good friends Lanny, Jerry, Randy, Vic, all the Prestons. Joey at Preston's Bar, downtown Grand Ledge, Saturday night. I've been telling them for years we're going to do a watch party and I'll show up. So if you're from Grand Ledge, Lansing area, join me Saturday night. I think it's a little after 8 is the kick. Lions at the Cowboys, and I'll be at Preston's Bar in downtown Grand Ledge. And wherever you're watching the Lions, make sure you celebrate or tailgate or at your house party, load up on Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Blue Raspberry Lemonade Vodka in that Honolulu Blue and Silver Can available at Meyer stores. Look for it in the center aisle, your local spirit stores, and more. Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. 
Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. The same show, the soulful bad boy of R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. You can follow both. On Facebook and Twitter, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear weekly on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions podcast. Joining us in studio talking about your NFC North champions, first division title in 30 years for the Lions. And Barry Sanders, Jeff, had a great tweet. Give Sheila Hamp a lot of credit uh, for stepping back, the hiring of Holmes, Holmes to Campbell, uh, the trade that rocked the Motor City in the state of Michigan with Stafford going to L.A., golf coming here, the heat golf took, uh, the start they had under Campbell, then the start they had in year two under Campbell, and then this year the great start, and then the middle created angst, not quite the same old Lions angst, but close to it, yet they fought through it. And as Dan Campbell said in the post game. In the locker room in Minneapolis, he wanted to salute and bring up the guys who had been there through the bad times and who are now part of the good times led by Decker. That was that was such a culture moment 
for what Dan Campbell has done with the Lions organization. Oh, 100%. And it was very, very smart to do that, getting Decker up there. You know, I caught the uh, the postgame interview that my colleague at ESPN, Eric Woodyard, did with Decker on the field after the game. And, and Decker's, like, crying while he's doing the, the interview. You know, just overwhelmed with the emotions. And he, he's been here since 2016. He's seen some things. He's been through some things. And the... To reward that, to and and to, to have him go up and and Jalen Reeves, Maben, and Graham Glasgow, two guys who were here back then and left and came back. Uh, Tracy Walker, who's been here since I think it's 2017, like they did. I loved the fact that they recognized that yes, these are the guys. There's not many who predate Campbell. They're they're the very few. Ragnow, another one. That's that's recognition that I think. It reflects on Dan as a former player, and not just former player, but a former Lion. He understands what it's like to be in this city as a player. And I think his recognition of that to the players meant something, and he recognized that. And I think that's very important. I think the fact that they have so many former players on the coaching staff is a very good benefit, specifically for reasons like that, because the, the players will understand that. You know, I didn't play. I have a great appreciation for what they're doing, but I don't, I don't know that that feeling you know and they do and i think they celebrate that i think that's something that's going to be attractive when players are looking for where they're going to come you know as a free agent do i want to be part of that or do i want to be a part of a place where you know like i'm a i'm a face to a guy that hasn't played since he was in you know middle school that's not that's not a difficult choice for me if i'm a player and that's why the relatability if that's a word of Dan Campbell connected not only to his team, but to the Lions fan base, is that those Lions fans are the Deckers, and even it goes deeper 30 years. Oh, yeah. There's less than 10 guys on the roster. I saw the graphic on Fox on Sunday, Minneapolis. Less than 10 guys that were even born yeah. on the Lions roster, that the Lions fans have been through so much that they can feed off of what Dan is saying when he invites up the players who have been through the bad times because these Lions fans, it was emotional for me. It absolutely was for when me it, too. When it was over and the Lions won, I thought that game kind of typified my life as a Lions fan. Where, oh my God, this is awesome. They're going to blow it. They're going to beat up texting friends. They're going to blow it. Oh my God, they're going to blow it. You know what? I'm telling you right now, golf isn't a big game quarterback. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, what? Oh, uh, interception. And you're going. <laughs> You're going crazy, and it's not jumping off. The one thing I I caution Dan that he's got to watch where don't listen to the noise. It's us against them. You got you don't want to circle the wagons. That doesn't do well in coaching. And you know the fans are 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 you're buying public, right? Just like Dan yeah. said, he didn't want to get into the you know increase in the cost of season tickets, but that, that that by the way is a ridiculous question for a press conference. It that, is. That's that was no. that was poor. No, you, you <laughs> like you you know the answer going into that. Dan's the market, not dumb. If the marketing persons in the room are standing there, right. and, or or Sheila Hamp. Yeah. If the owner's there, you can ask questions? Sheila. Good question for her. Not a good question for a head coach preparing. Or for a even the GM game. who have nothing to do with right. ticket sales or yeah. or marketing. But I I just you know to me they they got the job done. Now the question is, where I still don't know this, and you see 11-4, and you see the NFL power polls, you see the possibility still of a one seed if they would win out 
and the Niners lose one, I, I still don't know if the Lions are are, are they there yet? What's missing, right? Uh, what you know, we yeah. talk about a shutdown corner, if not two, uh, another edge rusher. Is this a season based that you had the schedule that fit that allowed you to get here? Right. You had three rookies, at least three, splash offensively in Laporta, Gibbs, and J-Mo lately, who's become almost, it feels like, the second option. He has been. After uh, St. Brown. You're, you're or no, after Laporta. It's almost, you know, with the emergence of J-Mo, you're not seeing the 10 catches or 12 targets of St. Brown now. Yeah, he did, he did get him in the last game, but overall, yeah, he's not. So are they are they there yet? Because when we when we hear the possibility of a one seed, that means you, by record you're the best team in the NFC. We look at power polls, I mentioned pretty much top five or six in every one. Yep. Do you think the Lions are there on paper as one of the best teams in the NFL? I do. I will say I think they can beat anyone anywhere. Doesn't mean they will, but they can. How many times have you said that about the Lions in your life? Not very often. <laughs> not, not in a very long time. I thought the twenty, the first playoff team with Stafford and Sue, and that, I thought that team could win some games. It wound up, it didn't work that way. Kelvin, Sue, Stafford, yeah, right? Yeah. That, that, because that was a, a very top-heavy team. The bottom of that roster was atrocious. You know, you know what hurt them, if you think about this? If, if Best never has to retire because of the concussions. And the speed and the difference he was making on the field at the same time with Calvin, right? It set things up a lot. And you see that in right now with the dynamic with Jameer Gibbs coming in, with how he plays off of Amon Ra and, and Jamo with his speed, that they're learning how to use more vertically instead of horizontal or horizontally instead of vertically, which is what you know Herman Moore was screaming at, like, hey, run this guy on some drags and some comeback. Like, and they're doing it and they're figuring it out. I like that. This is a team, again, I, I wouldn't expect them to beat the 49ers, and I probably wouldn't expect them to beat the Cowboys. We'll see how they do this weekend, but uh, they can. And there are there are very clear paths to how they can win this game Saturday night and how they can carry that into the postseason and do it again if they have to. The, they have the ability. The, one of the things that, that I liked, um, and a colleague of mine said it the other day, was we need to stop worrying about who we're going to be playing, and they need to be worried about playing us. And I think that's a very key mindset. And I do think, from talking to a couple of people that are in the building this week, the Lions are getting that. They're they're learning that, yeah, we are the hunted, and we're okay with that. Because they didn't wear that hat very well early on. That, when they had their lull in the middle of the season, when the, when the you know Thanksgiving and going to Chicago, they didn't. They were the prey for the first time, and they didn't do it very well. I think they've figured that out now. Um, I think the Denver game and the Minnesota game both showed that this team understands how to play as the favorite. And th- that, that that's a subtle difference, but it, it catches teams all the time, man. I, I remember the Marvin Lewis Bengals teams. They could never make that jump, even though they were better than the teams they were playing. Like They, they couldn't get that mindset. I see the Lions developing that mindset, and it's, it's kind of cool to see. I still have a moment to pause and think on how close they were to blowing that game. I know it's a road win, and a win is a win. You're eleven and four. There still is a side of me that, you know, at home, what they did to Denver just close them out. It's done. You could feel it. It's over. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why this game against Dallas on Saturday night. There is 
not a must-win situation. You're guaranteed the three seed, the home playoff game for the first time in Ford Field history. First playoff game at yeah. Ford Field. But are they, because I'm a Lions fan, which pessimism is part of being a Lions fan based on the last 30 years. Are they really amongst the elite? And that's why Saturday night, with what the Cowboys have done to every opponent this year in Arlington, yeah. if the Lions go there and give them a game until the end, okay? Let's say it's 30-27 and Cowboys, their kicker, there's some really good kickers in the NFL this year. Uh, None for Detroit, unfortunately. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> The the money badger, I'm not quite sure it's all money there, but <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of meaning to this game visually yeah. on how the Lions look that will tell me if they're there. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Because let's be honest, the NFC North, you lost Cousins. Packers have been up and down. You can see Love Young at times, right? Uh, the Bears, they're not close there and strong. They're not there yet. So the, we knew the NFC North, they were going to win it. That was the expectation. And they took care of business, and that's important. But, yeah, you want to see them. they got to win that playoff game. You would like to see them go out and win or or make it a – like, there's no shame in losing to Dallas in Dallas, especially when they're playing for their playoff life. I mean, they're they're in the playoffs, but they're playing to win a division. We know what kind of motivation that brings. But it would be – you don't want to lose, like, 30 to 12. You don't want to do something where, oh, my God, we got exposed. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a close game. I believe the line on the game is six. Six. Yeah. Six and a half, uh, I, based I, on how you look at it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I, 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 like, I like the Lions with the six, but I'm not sure I would like them with three. You know what I mean? It's. I think they're going to keep it very close. I think they're, they're, they are too good at what they do. To, to lose badly to Dallas as long as Jared Goff plays the way he has the last couple of weeks. Aaron Glenn coordinates the defense the way he has the last couple of weeks. That, that Again, this team can beat anyone anywhere and should expect to beat most teams most places. But Dallas, this is this is a this is a special one because they're they're really tough. And then then you set up the last week. If they lose this game, then they know they're the three seed. What do you do against Minnesota in Week 18? Do you do you start Teddy Bridgewater in his last game, playing against a team that drafted him and had such high hopes for him? Do you rest guys like Alex Anzalone and Frank Ragnow and Hutch and Hutch? Yeah, because you can't afford to to get that loss. Like that, that those are these are weird problems that you we've never play, had before. You can't Huge. play golf if there's nothing on the line in the finale. You can't play golf and yeah. let him get hurt. Especially if you're not playing Ragnow. And I can see them giving Ragnow a break. Maybe Decker gets a break. And you see what you've got in, in your younger linemen to see if they're worth their salt. Um, remember, this is a team, we talked about it earlier, that, that all their guards are free agents. They also don't have a backup center. It's Graham Glasgow. If he leaves, you gotta you got to figure out if this Michael Neese guy can play center. I, I don't know if he can or not. He's played one preseason game. He was a right tackle at Temple before that. Like they, they're going to learn a lot about their team in the last couple of weeks when they, and I really hope that they do play some of the guys. And and I don't, I don't want to rest golf. Like I think he should play because I want to keep him sharp. And, and I know this is a fairly unpopular opinion. I don't want the number one seed. I want to be the two seed. I don't want to buy. I want to keep playing. I want to, I want to roll with that momentum. I don't want to sit back and think and like, 
oh crap, we, we got we to gotta think about all the players that we can, like, let's just go and keep playing. Stay in rhythm. Stay focused. Stay on it. That's why I want the two seed instead of the one seed. So I'm, I'm fine if San Francisco keeps that one seed. More power to them. I don't worry about going to San Francisco and winning. Lions can win there. I don't know if they would, but they can. I, I would much rather have that two seed because then then you have the possibilities of, you know, you can maybe maybe Hendon Hooker gets a cup of coffee at the end of the game. You know, plays final couple drives. Maybe you you can you can rest David Montgomery and let Craig Reynolds run some. You see what you've got in one of your practice squad backs. Let Antoine Green, your rookie wide receiver, let's see what he can do. You know, maybe rest Amon Ra for a little bit. I want those things to happen, and that that's. Again, that's what happens if you beat Dallas, but also if you lose, like there's not a bad there's not a bad outcome for me for this game. Would I love to beat Dallas? Heck yeah. I, I think I, beating Dallas and Because that does send a message. Like, and going into the final week where you have a shot at the one seed and home field advantage. Because I know you don't want the one, but I would take the one based on the fact that they would have they would not have to go on the road. That would be nice. And Absolutely. Field. Yeah. Because I'm uh, the way I'm looking at this playoff tree, and based on remaining schedules, it really looks like the three wild cards will be uh, the who doesn't win the East, Eagles or Cowboys, Seahawks and Rams. So you're, we talked about the, the quarterbacks, the athletes, the, the deep throws for the Seahawks, Rams, Cowboys that you let them go fight it out in week one and the Lions get a bye week knowing that those two home games you are two wins away from the Super Bowl in that, Vegas. It's been a very long time since Can you we've been imagine able to if say the that. Lions are in the Super Bowl in Vegas? It was uh a chaos. As I as not I, just not just the tickets. I'm talking every fan would migrate out there. It would be like Lions Lala Lapuza. Oh, yeah. It would be just a week-long fest. Like we were talking, Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. We were saying, hey, uh, what if the Lions, do we have a, a Vegas contingency plan? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, for real. I have been cleared. Uh, I do have media credentials tentatively accepted from the NFL to go to the game. I don't, it'd be nice to have to use them. It'd be really yeah, nice. I'm, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. I, I was thinking an RV and take the road trip where we stop and do the show on the way to Vegas. And then you got a place to stay. And then again, Marty from the Michigan sports network between the Michigan, Ohio state game and opening day with the tigers. I've spent two nights in that not showering. And just, that sounds great. Oh yeah. That was really fun. <laughs> We got to get a driver. I'm not driving out there. I've seen RV with the late Robin Williams. I'm not a Chevy <laughs> Chase vacation. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not driving an RV through the mountains. You crazy? At, at this time of year, you got to go February? south. Yeah, south. You got to go the yeah. south route. You can't go through the. Yeah, you got to like drive down to Dallas and go straight. Yeah, go, off. Yeah, through yeah, Amarillo and yeah. like uh, um, take Route 10 out Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. through uh, Flagstaff that's, and then you know uh, that 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 drive west from. Oh my God! There's nothing. It's there. nice. It, it gets it's nice nothing. Get to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. So oh. uh, welcome back to Travel Log with uh, Bill and uh, Jeff. Uh, Jeff from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear weekly on YouTube. Uh, if you have a Lions comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank Listener Line at one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. 
uh, at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Also, when you're watching the Lions, getting ready to tailgate house party this weekend for the Cowboys game, grab some Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery, Blue Raspberry Lemonade Vodka. Fantastic drink. I think 10% uh, alcohol, the Honolulu Blue and Silver Can, available at Meyer Stores, your local spirit stores in Michigan, also available at Ford Field. Look for the Coppercraft uh, Distillery and their locations throughout Ford Field. And speaking of the Lions on Saturday night against the Cowboys, I will be down with my affiliate, the game 7.30 a.m. in Lansing at Preston's Bar, downtown Grand Ledge, for a huge Lions-Cowboys watch party. If you live in the Lansing area, if you live in Grand Ledge, join me, Lanny, Preston, Vic, Preston, Jerry, Preston, Randy, Preston, Joe, Preston, my God. They used to be Prestoninis. Their family came from Italy, seriously, and they dropped the Prestonini to Preston because, you know, they were coming to America. And they opened up businesses in downtown Grand Ledge, and the family still has uh, Preston's Bar. Great hangout. One of those classic old-school belly-up-to-the-bar-type locations. And I'll be there on Saturday night. So join me. Kick off a little after 8 p.m. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, and the Detroit Lions podcast in studio. More on the Lions-Cowboys, the NFC North, the playoffs, and your questions that we'll answer coming up. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. Ring in the new year and get game day deals with One Stop at Meyer. Shop extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Select Coca-Cola, Pepsi, 7-Up, or Dr. Pepper products. Buy two, get one free. Plus deposit where applicable. And select Lay's party size chips or poppables, two for $6. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Cheer on your favorite team and celebrate the new year when you shop quality and One Stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Snowfall Lucky Draw, every Saturday in December. Select a lucky ornament from the holiday tree for the chance to take home your share of over $400,000 in prizes. It's the Snowfall Lucky Draw, every Saturday in December, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan, part of the Michigan Sports Network. For the station close to you, go to The Huge Show Dot net 19 affiliates and thank you to the game am 730 in lansing we are back live monday through friday three until 6 p.m we have a pretty cool contest going on right now with drew and the crew from impact power sports 
They're on 14 Mile in Rockford here on the west side of the state, Michigan's newest go-to Yamaha golf cart dealer. And we are giving away Lomas Brown's golf cart. It's tricked out with everything on it. Uh, You can see it. Just go add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. But if you want to enter to win it in the drawing next summer during our huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, just text IMPACT to 21000 and you'll be in the drawing. Text IMPACT to 21000. And if you're looking for a custom golf cart, Drew and the crew can handle anything you want. Your new cart for the golf club, for the course, for your neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house. If you're interested in a custom golf cart, a custom Yamaha golf cart, uh, go see Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, Michigan's newest go-to Yamaha golf cart dealer. And 24-7, everything you need with this show is free and available when you need it at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.